Welcome to the Painted Target Podcast. Painted Target Podcast. I'm here with Nick. Okay, so this is a topic that we've discussed, Nick and I have discussed personally many times, and it's you could argue it's a interesting topic going on right now considering how we live and where we live and our environment and all this. So essentially, does your environment and your life choices dictate the path? So instead of saying your path, I said the path because you can name it whatever you want. You know, this whole podcast is on essentially self-awareness. Some call it mastery of the self, you know, just being in a position where you could call it your subjective enlightenment, subjective in the sense that whatever enlightenment means to you. Um, you know, for me, it means being in a position where I have choice and I'm essentially not a reactive fool like most people are right now, driven by <laughs> purely emotion or over emotion, exaggerated emotion. So the question is, we are living in an environment that's pretty toxic. So it's toxic on a physical level. In some ways, it's toxic on a technology level. Uh, everything about it is toxic. You know, the food you eat, the water you drink, I would argue, you know, Nick, you could tell me what you think. I think I know the answer, but I would argue that you essentially have to try to do anything right pretty hard. I mean, you go into like a food store, it's pretty hard to find something that is actually healthy, you know, a comparative to what else is in there. So, you have all these things that you could say are against you in the environment and then you have your life choices. So you have a family, you have kids, you don't have kids, you live in the city, you don't live in the city. So for somebody like me, I don't have kids and that was a choice and you know, my path, if you want to call it that, subjective path has been one where I wanted to ask the big questions. I wanted to get answers and I was sick of being miserable my whole life. So I had to do this work and realistically, I didn't see a family in that work. I'm kind of like the hermit where that just wasn't that just wasn't in my plan. So my path has been as far as my version of mastery or enlightenment or whatever has been extremely serious you know I take it very serious it's a big part of my life but I also consider it something that allows me to live a better life it's not just that I'm going to spend my whole life studying and researching and asking the big questions you know until the grave at some point you've got to stop asking and use it if you want to say it so the question is I'll pass it over to Nick is so we all have our past, you know, that was mine, but what does this mean for people that, you know, aren't living on the side of the mountain, no kids, 
you know, heavy into health, almost obsessive and into, you know, the work studying and all this. What about the people that aren't doing that? Is, is their environment and their choices going to stop them from achieving that goal? You know, obviously we know each other's answer to that. We've talked about this quite a bit lately, but you know, to bring into the conversation, I guess I'll start with what kind of keeps leading to this discussion is, you know, I'll use an example. I'll kind of get into something, not really, really so much politics, but hey, you know, how's this going to develop over the world over the next few years? Here's my thought. Hey, Jason, what's your thought? And, you know, you've come back to me plenty of times and said, so what? What's your point? What does it matter? And pretty much every time I've responded that that's a fair response. It's a fair statement, you know, from the bigger perspective, what's the point there uh, on Twitter, somebody put up a, a Highland Highland quote the other day um, from one of his books. The, uh, the gist of it is <clears throat> a guy goes into a cryogenic sleep, wakes up a hundred years later, you know, gets woken up, collects himself, you know, cleans up, reads a history book, uh, you know, a few chapters on what happened over the last hundred years. And then he goes, why do I ever bother reading the newspaper? The point being is the little day-to-day stuff is irrelevant in the bigger picture. You know, whether the easy example is politics. Hey, I, I like this person and that person's evil or vice versa or whatever. You know, the vast majority of the time, it's irrelevant. <clears throat> and as Jason and I have spoken about with this, you know, I, I think we kind of maybe not came to the conclusion is the best uh, <clears throat> description of it. But, you know, I, I guess kind of fleshed out that the, the difference in our views is exactly what we're talking about here, difference in paths. You know, I, I have kids, I have a family. So for me, trying to understand, you know, what sort of world do I need to prepare my children for? You know, for me, you know, that's the point. But to Jason's point, in the bigger picture, and in you know the example from the Highland book, it has no point. It's irrelevant. So you know it's it has you know it's your your perspective on things, and directly related to that, it it does impact you know where you can walk and where you can't. So uh, you know as you pointed out, Jason, you know it's I forget exactly how you said it, but essentially you pointed out that. Well, you know, you can only go so far, you know, if you really want to go deep into this path of self-awareness, if you're worrying about all these worldly things, it's just a distraction. And you're absolutely right. And, uh, you know, my description, I I like to use visual imagery, is, you know, we're essentially on parallel paths on opposite sides of the ravine. And, you know, I, I can't walk Jason's path at this point. I have kids. I have a family. You know, I, I have ties that are important to me. So, you know, at some point in the future, those paths will cross. You know, kids grow up. They move on. And, you know, if I want to go be the hermit in the woods, then, you know, that's on me then at that point. And then, uh, you know, I may very well be ready to say, you know, this, you know, social event or this 
thing or whatever. Yeah, irrelevant. Like in a hundred years, if people look back, does not matter? No. So who cares? <clears throat> so to your point, um, and to the point of the discussion, since I'm rambling a bit here, you know, this has always been my personal view is that, you know, everybody has their own path. There is no one path. Most of them are probably fairly similar to a very large degree. You know, there's probably only a handful of, shall we say, generalized paths. You know, somebody who's getting into awareness and has a family, there's probably a, shall we say, an average path that sort of person is going to really be able to walk. You know, somebody like yourself, Jason, that, you know, a very different path. You can go much deeper places. <clears throat> and, you know, I'm sure there are plenty of other, you know, I guess you'd say life situations that you could come up with that are going to impact what sort of path you walk. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a few points that are interesting is, you know, seeing your side of it, even though it doesn't always sound like it when I'm talking or replying has allowed me to interact a little more, so to speak, with the world, even though, you know, I'm making it sound like I'm in the middle of nowhere, um, you know, just literally sitting in the woods all day. And that's not what it is. I have a life like anybody else. But because I don't have some of that stuff we mentioned, it has been deeper. And I don't get into the details, you know, them, but, you know, it has led my life situation let's say over the last few years has definitely led to this you know it's it has set itself up for this so it kind of had to happen and like you said I mean I'm not going to have kids but if I woke up in five years and had them then I might be more on your path and so it your view has allowed me to look at things and say well it's extremely easy some because of you know, my background a little bit and some, and mostly because of doing this work and the studying and all that allows me to look at a lot of things and go, man, that stuff just does not matter. Like I am, my path involves really, you know, you hear a lot of people in the spiritual community, even self-help talking about practicing, you know, I've been practicing meditation for 35 years. They say, well, my question is what the hell is the point If you're just practicing it for 35 years, when's it going to hit a point where you play the game? So I'm not doing any of this stuff as pain relief. I'm doing it to essentially as, um, uh, it was in the book streams of wisdom where he says, I think it's Dustin DiPerna. And he says, you know, you need to transcend and include So you kind of get over things, get past things, get above things, you include them and you move on. So that's really been my thing is, you know, even in the time that we've known each other, we've gone from one position to another, you know, where this may have been sort of a mental block has now turned into like a joke and I'll wake up, send you long philosophical, you know, ramblings about a certain thing and then couple messages some deconstruction and boom there's the code you know you crack the code and you move on to the next one but eventually it's got it has to hit a sort of pinnacle where maybe my pinnacle will be moving off of here 
and then interacting more in the quote unquote normal life, but doing it now from a vantage point, as he said in his book, that's so different that you're not really living the same life. And that's when we talk about awareness and all this, that's what it is. It's everybody listening to this, whether they admit it or not, because half of these people message me all the time, even some, you know, big accounts with a lot of followers messaging me on the side, you know, saying, everybody listen to this is miserable or has been miserable or is stuck in a nine to five, just back and forth, you know, same routine and they're stuffing things down. So that's the point of awareness. If you want to say it like that is just being in a position to where you could see outside of that because me and you, Nick have problems just like everybody else. But we have that little piece that can pop out and say, okay, this probably isn't accurate, number one, and I have more choice than I think. So that was like, that's the first point I kind of thought of when you were saying in the the other one was, you know, this stuff is, it's just like you said, it's very subjective because it's like you have kids so your decisions are based more off of that I don't and I feel that my whole life I've always had these questions so now has been the time to answer but I couldn't sit here and say that your subjective awareness enlightenment whatever your philosopher's stone is really in some ways any different than mine because you are aware that you're doing it for your kids. You see what I mean? It's like you, that's the, that's the point. <laughs> that's, right. that's a decision. Yeah. That's in life. If you want to eat cake, acknowledge I'm eating yep. cake because I like the fucking sugar. Yeah. Yep. Well, you know, it, it's not that bad for, no, you, you want it because it tastes good and you know, it'll make you fat. So you got to go run two miles tomorrow. Great. Yeah. You acknowledge it, do it. Yep. Yep. And that, that ties into like I tweeted today, you know, I go out and I'll do stuff, active stuff outside. And it's, I mean, everybody you're looking at is, you know, not everybody will say realistically, if I had to pick a percentage of what I saw today, it was probably realistically 98.9%. And these people are just completely so they're smoking they're drinking they're eating crap they're sitting constantly uh, some of them will look at me because it's hot i'm out there and they're shaking their heads or someone will walk by me somebody the other day nick they said this lady like walked by me walking her dog and i ran by or something and she was like oh man, you really deserve a beer or something like that. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't, you know, like I, I hear stuff like that and it's like a gnat flying by my face. Like that's just, I can't even compute that kind of outlook. But the interesting part is you, you can do that stuff if you really want to. And a lot of people hear this and say, what the hell, this guy's all over the place. But you could do that stuff if you want to, but you better know you're doing it. The point is those people didn't know they were doing it. I mean, they were, you know, just like their faces are tight and they just looked annoyed and pissed off. One of them screaming on their cell phones, chain right. smoking. I mean, they're running I mean, from their demons. You know, yeah. they're, they're smoking yep. because they're tired and they need energy or, you know, everything is 
excuse driven. It's not, I made the choice to light this cigarette because I fucking like to smoke, deal yeah. with it. Oh, yeah. hey, good for you, man. Rock on. Yeah. yeah. Um, not my personal choice, but hey, have fun with that. Versus like, you know, like you were talking about earlier today, like you come home from work and I'm like, oh, I just, you know, I can't handle work and life and this. I have to come home and have my beer or my chips or my ice cream or what. Like, that's not a choice. That's it was, you know, you're responding to a stimuli. Yeah. You're, you're running Reactive. from a stimuli is what you're doing. Yeah, and that's that's not living, you know. And that's that's the entire point of everything I do and this podcast and everything we talk about is. You know, be in a position where you're living because society and the environment is designed right now to cover things up, to band-aid, to do everything it can to, in a sense, if you want to call it this, help you because that's what a lot of these things are doing. I mean, you take medication, you smoke, you do it's It's designed in a very on the surface to help you that's why people do it i'm doing this because it makes me feel better which is helping me in reality or in truth it's doing the exact opposite so you know it's it's like you said you come home at the end of the day which everybody's done this at some point in their life i probably did this a few weeks ago i had one beer which i never do and i said you know what I just fucking feel like drinking a beer. It's hot as shit out. The beard's, beer's cold, and there's one in there, and I drank it. But I knew in my head 100% I'm doing this because I want to do it. On the weekend, I've said this before, but on Saturdays, it's like screw yourself health. That's like the day it is for me. I do whatever the hell I want. I eat what I want you know, because I watch it so hard during the week. But you better believe everything I put in my mouth, everything I do, I know what I'm doing, you know. So I think think that's enlightenment. I think if someone was to say what is modern enlightenment, it's knowing you have a choice. Because, Nick, how many people actually know? It's not that they make the choice, but how many know that they actually have one? I mean, absolutely. I mean, that's it in a, in a nutshell, as shallow or silly as it may sound and as easy as it may sound, it's not, but, you know, actually being aware of, you know, you can choose how you respond. You can choose how you feel. Yeah. You know, it's somebody's an asshole to you. They cut you off. They're jerking the store. You can respond. That's entirely your choice. But the difference is making the choice, you know, maybe, all right, you know what? I'm going to be an asshole today and maybe it has consequences and so be it. So, you know what? I'm going to engage this jerk. Okay. Hey, you made the choice. That's the point. Or, you know, you can choose, you know, like I'm not going to gain anything from that. It doesn't matter either way to your whole point. It's making the conscious choice. I mean, yep. Conscious choice. Yep. I don't drink. I, I just have never cared for alcohol, but I'll be the first one to tell you. I love to eat, man. Like I, I could weigh 300 pounds without blinking an eye. And, you know, this past weekend, you know, I had my kids at a water park, you know, and, uh, we were there with some friends, you know, uh, I'll be very honest here. I, I have like a crack level addiction for freaking Oreos. 
And, you know, out of nowhere, giant package of Oreos shows up. And, you know, normally I don't touch them because, you know, I know how much I like them. But I made the decision. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to eat some of those. And I told everybody up front, I'm like, hey, if you want any of these, grab some. Because I'm going (laughs) to eat at least half the package Uh, in about the next two minutes. And everybody laughed. And even my kid said, no, daddy will. I said, yeah. The real (laughs) philosophical question here is, have you had the s'mores ones that just came out? Because I actually saw them in the store and I said on Saturday, but I'm a fucking wuss because I say I'm going to kill these things. And then I look at the servings and the macros and I'm like, uh, and I have like three and don't touch them for a week. They've been in there for like a month. But those s'mores ones are, are fucking awesome. No, I, I, you know, I'm kind of a purist. I, I just like the plain old regular Natural. Oreos. But uh, yeah. my kids, they, my kids know, you know, like. They know I won't touch them until I just say I'm in, and then then they know it's on. Because my daughter daughter turned around and goes, "Here you go, Daddy," hands me five, and then goes to reach back in, and uh, her aunt, you know, my sister in law goes, "Oh, honey, you already had some." She goes, "No, I'm getting more for Daddy already." <laughs> I just nodded. And I was like, "That's my girl." Well, that's the beauty of fasting because that just means the next day you can't eat for pretty much three quarters of the day, <clears throat> and then everything's okay. <laughs> It's like two or three days. Good Lord. Yeah, I know. I, I've never looked at the package and have no intention of ever doing so. Oh, I could but. tell you what it is right now. I'm not going to, but it's it's basically two cookies. You, you have about four of them, and you're looking at, you know, especially if you're trying to be low carb like everyone is, ain't going to happen. But, you know, it's a good topic because on, like I said, on Saturdays, I this other Saturday I drove around and I literally had a bag with Oreos in it. It had chips in it, had gummy worms in it, and I had like a like a honey glazed donut. I mean, I'll just I'll just stop now. Mind you, it's still kind of weak <laughs> because I'm still kind of monitoring it. So like on Thursday and Friday, I'll basically drop my calories down a little bit to kind of offset this. And then on Sunday, like I'm still doing the math to kind so I could cheat, but it still isn't really hurt. You know, if your maintenance calories are, let's say 2,700, 3,000, if you're not eating normal meals and eating junk food, you could still kind of go a little crazy. So I've toned it down a bit, but I've done the same thing. And the point of bringing this up is, I can remember driving in my truck. I was just driving to go look at something. And I remember thinking, you know, I'm doing this on purpose and it feels good to do it because I'm not sitting here going, well, I'm going to eat this whole thing of Oreos and then feel like shit. It's like, no, I, I, I know what I'm doing. And once again, that's the, that's the conscious choice. You know, so, you know, related to this and kind of circling back around, you know, talking about paths and difference between having kids and not having kids, various just life situations. You know, some of the sorts of differences you're going to run into, and this popped in my head before, I want to get it out before I lose a thought. You know, being blonde and all, it's always a risk. But, uh, you know, with kids, you know, I'll say, you know, an example of how that comes into play is that if, you know, if you're kind of an absentee parent who, you know, just kind of shows up, eh, it's one thing, but if you're actually going to take part in your kid's life, you have to keep a level of connection to the world that, you know, as Jason makes a fair point, you know, 
what's the point? You know, it it's inane, you know, it's not stupid, but you know, it, it's inane, ultimate, you know, in the big picture, meaningless, you know, you know, all, all those little things, you know, like uh, just that come with kids and, you know, it, it brings its own challenges. You, you stay more connected to the world like that. And everybody's human, you know, you're going to get frustrated with your kids one day, like, oh my God, like my head's going to explode if we go through this one more time. And yeah, I mean, if you have a level of awareness, it's absolutely easier to, to kind of recognize that, you know, yes, this is frustrating, but, you know, it, actually you pop in my head sometimes, Jason, I'll be like, but, but what, what's the freaking point? There isn't one. So, eh, you know, relax. Yeah, and there was something I wanted to bring up that I forgot also back then that was a great point is I think that not not kids, I don't mean this about kids or a family, I want to be clear on that, but I think when it comes to, you know, who was it, Jesus that said that, be be, be in this world but not of it or something like that, yes, I, I think it's a certain point, it hits a certain point where you are not able to advance, let's say, you know, internally, if you are involved in that stuff, let's say social things to a certain point. So you actually will not be able to advance in your awareness on your path if you are involved with that stuff to a certain point. And I actually believe that. And you said that and it it stuck with me because you could be involved. And as we've said, you could be involved with stuff if you're making the conscious choice, but I'm almost turning, you know, my own version of a purist where I think that if that stuff plays a certain percentage in your life, you will never be able to hit the point where you could actually say you're aware or you're making choice. Like it's, you know, we've had this conversation about people we know, you know, if you're into that stuff 24 seven and that's all you're ever talking about is the big bad man or whatever it is that is, you know, controlling us and some of these topics, you know, the politics and, you know, borders on the tinfoil stuff no matter there's always some truth in everything we both know that so there's really none of these things out there we'll just say that you could or ideas that you could really say are a hundred percent guaranteed wrong but i do think it's safe to say that somebody that wakes up every day and spends hours looking at the news is never going to hit a form of their subjective enlightenment or awareness or their philosopher's stone they're not going to hit it because on one hand you hear the critics saying that's what it's designed to do is to kind of, you know, keep you down to mentally keep you stuck, but everybody loves it. I mean, even people we know, I mean, it's a hobby and it's just the neatest thing in the world to say, well, this came out today and it means this. Hi, I knew it. You know, there they are. Everything's done. We're screwed. It's like, okay, you know my <laughs> you know my view on this stuff. I'm very much uh, you know, I'm a purist with it. Oh, everything's gonna end because of these groups and all these things. Okay. So on one hand you're saying it's all done, it's all over. The news, the politics, everything, this country, everything's screwed. But on the other hand, 
you're basically afraid of it because that's why you care so much. So it comes back to the discussion of, you know, what's your mission? For me, I can't control all that stuff externally, but I can control the internal stuff. That's just normal stoic philosophy. So why would I waste time on that? You know, I I think that's another good point that's actually kind of a branch off from this is, you know, as we said, you know, there are many, many paths, but beyond that is somewhere along the way, you kind of got to figure out who you are. Not everybody's yeah, good Buddha, point. not everybody's Jesus Christ. You know, you know, some people will go sit in a cave given the chance and that'll work out great for them. You know, everybody has a different role. And, you know, I, I said to Jason, we were talking about this the other day, I said, you know, at, at the end of the day, you know, you're the guru, you know, just like your, your archetype. You know, that, that's the sort of path you just pursue, you know, even without kids, um, you know, even 15 years from now when, you know, I can completely do my own thing. I will never walk the guru path. I, you know, my archetype, the, the closest I can come up with off the top of my head would be the jester. You know, the, the term I use when chatting with Jason is playing in the mud. You know, I, I knowingly choose to go play these games sometimes like, Oh, who's the big bad guy over here. Who's the big bad guy over here. And you know, it's functionally it's entertainment and I'm well aware of that. And, you know, Jason is always kindly points out, well, dude, what's the point? And as always, I have to acknowledge you're right. There is no point. It's, I like playing in the mud. You know, it's kind of like, dude, you know, you have a nice clean outfit on. Why are you jumping in the mud? I like playing in the mud. <laughs> yeah, and to go against myself a little bit, the, I could say what's the point, but the point is that you like to do it and that's all that matters. Just like my version of you know, diving down those things is these big questions. I mean, I, I know there's been times you've looked at some of the messages I've sent you and been like, this guy is freaking nuts because <laughs> that's what I do. I take topics that I feel like block us in life, which could be personal to me or not. And I just rip them apart. That's my version of politics is I'm going to deconstruct something so bad so much that there's no possible way this can continue to be a problem for me. And the funny thing, and I try to put it out there by doing this stuff, because frankly, I'm not, I hate the word motivated, but I'm not always motivated to do this stuff. The writing, the podcast, the online stuff, I'm not at all a lot of times because it's very easy to say, well, you know, you go outside for two minutes and you say, uh, there isn't enough podcasts in the world to save these people. So, you know, you can, you can be like that, but this has helped me live a better life because maybe I'm wrong because you're on the outside looking in, but most of the time, Nick, I, we go over these topics or I bring up these topics. I don't just sit there on that topic for months on end. Maybe it seems like I just keep moving on to the next one, but you know, when I sit on my computer and write 50 pages of a situation I'm in, by the time it's done, the situation is is out. There's no more anxiety. There's no more problems. I've deconstructed it. So it's been my method. I'm only bringing this up because it's been my method in order to live a better life to, you know, go down that path. I definitely don't consider myself 
a guru, I would probably consider myself more of the, like I said, I, I consider myself more of the hermit. And I think there's, you know, there's something in the metaphysical realm that, is, that describes that. I don't know if it's like a tarot card or something like that. And there's they're like, a- yeah, and that's, somebody said that to me. And, and that was a good example because I think the definition of it is literally a guy that sits in the cave who feels tortured by the big questions and comes out every once in a while with a light and says, hey, guys, here's what I found and then goes back in the cave. I mean, that I feel like I've been that my whole life because even when I was doing these other jobs, I was always in the background thinking, what the hell? Like it could be something as simple as anything. And I was always thinking this could be done better. This is ridiculous. Every this is going on because of, you know, social cues and psychology. And that's, you know, it hits a point where you almost have to accept it. Like we're talking about past and say, you know, that's what mine is. But the whole point of this rant is your path. And this is, you know, this is what we'll end this on because it's a perfect ending point is, you know, your path, as you say, playing in the mud in theory doesn't matter what I say because it's obviously worked for you because you're an aware person and you're doing it knowingly. So that's your version of, you know, what works for you. And then there's my version that works for me, but it's like they say, um, I I haven't even been able to find this, but they say it in some Eastern philosophy. Maybe it was Osho that said it, you know, people go take, they take the paths but it all leads to the same thing. And we've talked about this before. Some go through the mind, some go through the heart, as they say, some go through compassion. But once you get to the top of the mountain, you get them all. So everyone's going to take, you know, it's like routes on a mountain, you know, everyone's going to take it. But anyway, um, yeah, so yeah, go ahead, Nick, and then we'll just end it on that. Yeah, I mean, I think that pretty much wraps it up is that, you know, there are different paths for everyone. The, The key is, you know, recognizing the path. And on top of that, the second part is recognizing how you walk it, you know, just like yeah. we talk about the differences yep. between you and I. And after that, it's, you know, go walk the path, you know, it, it, to your point, at some point you go high enough on the mountain and you all end up at the same place anyway. Yeah. And that, you know, we don't like to use the word goal all the time because I think when people get too stuck on goals, they torture themselves. But you do have to have goals. You do have to have point of references. And I think, and you know, this is a whole other podcast, but I do think that we're a little too set as a society on the practice on the self-help instead of the, no, this is a path that I walk to get to blank. So anyway, all right, well, we'll end it there. See you next time.